Welcome to Growth is a Process podcast. I'm your host, Juliana. And I'm Paula. And today we're going to be talking about many different things. Um, I personally thought about talking about how you're not supposed to let someone determine your self-worth, which we'll get into that a little later on. But my madre has a few things that she wants to share really quick. Yeah, well, we... Well, I want to start this by saying Juliana and I were having a discussion before we started recording because it it seems like everything is breaking loose every time we get ready to do this. And we feel like uh, the enemy is trying to block us from talking about. God. Yeah, if so, you um, if you listen to the last podcast, my mom was like, oh, um, I'm a little bit annoyed with someone right now or you said something around the like a long time i said i got that. some devastating news yeah and uh i'm just trying to figure that out right now so and now before this one we got some crazy news as well so i don't really know why the enemy hates us so much well i know why he hates us yeah. but but we're gonna break on through to the other side yeah but he needs to take a chill pill because i don't really have any of those here but he might confine some wherever he's at so <laughs> It don't matter. Just makes us stronger and makes us know that what we're doing is good and the right thing. So, you know, so, well, you know, and talking about that, I realized that um, talking about God, reverse, uh, rehearsing his word and, you know, in, inside of ourselves and with each other mm -hmm. is where the power is because it causes our faith to increase, you know, so. And, and that's what the enemy's trying to stop. He's trying to stop us from increasing our faith. That's okay. Don't matter. It's like Maybe. a staircase. He's trying to bring us down, but we're trying to go up. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not going to go in this direction, but I am going to go in this direction now because uh, I had a dream, and I talk about it a lot. I don't even know where it is in the book, so, but I remember this dream so profoundly, and I had it back... Um, I want to say it was in 2017. No, no, 2018. I know it was just before May in 2018 because um, Mike Rogers at church um, got up and was talking about um, Enoch and how Enoch was coming. And I remember saying to him afterward that um, I um, felt like this dream that I had had to do with that, but I never really talked about a dream with anybody at church, and I've shared it with, with people lately because I see it coming to pass now, but this was the dream. Juliana and I were walking, and we were, um, I want to say maybe here somewhere in Newburn because it was a, a, um, a city with a uh, water, mm -hmm. you know, there was boats and stuff. So you and I were walking through the uh, streets and we were singing a song. Come with us and follow Jesus. I've heard this one a million Come times. Come with us, he's the one. Can't sing, but we were singing that song. And in the dream, I sounded good. Bessie so. <laughs> anyway. had some auto-tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had auto-tune in the dream. Jesus would let me hear good. So um as we're walking and singing this song and having a parade people are joining our parade and we're singing and um all of a sudden i see this guy behind me with a hood on and he looks like the dude from um 
the the passion of the Christ and the guy from um uh the Bible, you know, the one with the hood and his face is dark and it looks kind of like ashen or whatever. And he's reaching for me in the dream. And as he reaches for me, it's an angel or Jesus, I don't really know, but they take their hand and slide it between me and this dude. And I, I realize in the, the dream, he's either Satan or a demon. And he's trying to grab me, but this arm slips in and pushes him back, like as to say, oh, no, 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 you're not going to touch her. And as he did that, I turned and saw this guy with a super deformed face. I mean, he looked like he was really deformed. And I reached out and touched him. And as I did, the deformity completely melted away and his, his face shone like, like the sun. It was so clear and beautiful and bright. And we're still singing. He joined the parade and we're just going singing, joining the parade. And we get to this uh, landing where uh, there's boats. But I see this one boat and it looks like a little um, Noah's Ark. And I see Jesus standing on the Noah's Ark. So I guess maybe because this guy didn't, the guy on the boat didn't look like the guy that kept me from, um, you know, being touched. So maybe that guy was an angel, but this guy was definitely Jesus. What I've seen in pictures, you know, of Jesus. So that's how I knew it was him. And he puts his fingers to his lips as to say, shh, like, don't say anything. You know, I had this dream. It was, it was 2017. I remember now because the only person I shared it with was my brother because he had just gone through something super devastating at the time, my little brother. And, um, and I shared it with him to give him hope. And I said, you know, I don't know what God is doing, but he's doing something and everything's going to be all right. But my point is the the whole thing with this dream, you know, when you push through and keep pushing through, no matter what with God, you know, he is at some point, he, he is going to, really step in and begin to like tell the enemy that's it you can't touch her anymore you can't have her or him whoever but but you have to stay forward going in that and that's what i wrote yesterday about roots but before i go on to that is there anything you wanted to add or say about that dream Did anything sparking you when you heard that well when she was talking about how um kind of like bouncing off like the enemy's always trying to attack you when you're really ready to spark i guess you could say mm -hmm. um one time i had a dream i don't remember like the details i really don't remember dreams that well i don't know how you do well i write them down oh okay yeah you know i heard a minister say um god's gonna start giving you dreams you need to start writing them down and so that's what i did so you should i tell everybody you should do that i mean down. as we all know from the interpret our dreams or interpret one of our dreams with us i did write it down but it made no sense but anywho, um, so I remember it was like we were going trick-or-treating. It was like me and my friends, and I think my brother was there too. I honestly have no clue. Um, but we were all trick-or-treating. It was Halloween, and we're all getting inside of a car. And when we get into the car, there's like a random snake. And I remember it like trying to bite me. And it like, well, it would bite me, but it wouldn't hurt. Like it didn't do anything to me, and I kept slapping it. And then I like, I think I elbowed it in the face and then it just like broke in half mm -hmm. and the dream ended. So, you know, guys, sometimes you just need to break the enemy in half. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Um, 
Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what it reminded me of when you said something about how he put his hand in between you and the guy with mm-hmm. the, I guess it was a cloak. That's how I'm imagining it. Yeah, yeah, he had a cloak on. Yeah, yeah. A, a cloak with, you know, it was a yeah. hooded cloak. Yeah, yeah. When we start filming, I'll find that picture of the guy I'm talking about because it was the exact same guy in that movie. And that's how I knew it was some kind of like demonic thing, you know. But that's the thing. And, and you know, um, here, I wrote this yesterday. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Yeah, because yesterday was the 11th. So I wrote the day before. Um, uh, about the dream I had that was an invitation. And I wrote it down. And I had this dream back in um, September of 2020. And I entitled it The Marriage Supper of the Lamb. So I dreamed we were at the table and I had a plate to eat. I began to fill my plate. Someone, I think it was Piero, my husband, said, Hey, what are you doing? Where'd you get that plate? I said, We all have them. Just turn it over and eat. I woke up with my lungs being filled with air. My immediate thought was, It's your breath, O Lord, that fills our lungs. That's mm-hmm. a song. Uh, next thought was the marriage supper of the Lamb. We are all invited who will participate. He is calling us higher into him. Also, when I drew that air in my heart and lungs, they felt stronger. And, you know, the Bible talks about the marriage supper of the Lamb. And what the marriage supper of the Lamb is, is it's an invitation. Whosoever will, let him come. You know, the Bible says that, that, that God went out and invited you know, all these people to come, he invited like the, the well-to-do, the rich, you know, the what, you know, and that nobody came. So then he sent his people out and said, go out into the hedges and bring in whosoever will. So that opened the door for us, the Gentiles. So we're able to step in through the covenant because of Jesus. You know, he's the one. So mm-hmm. that, and when you step into that and you begin to feed on the word, which is Jesus, that word begins to build up in you and begins to clean you. Because, see, our spirit, when we're born again, when we, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we become a new creature. The old things are passed away. But the problem is our spirit is like, woo, brand new, right? But our, but our soul is still stuck here in the earth realm. So our spirit man gets built up. And what happens is, that you begin to let your spirit man take over and, and your spirit says to you, your your soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions, sit down and shut up. Ooh. I don't care what you think. We're going to do what the word of the living God says. We're going to do. That's why the Bible says to have the mind of Christ. That's why the Bible says to put on Christ. Put on. Put on. Put on. Put on. <laughs> Put yeah. on the armor, everybody. That's right. Put on the whole armor. That's right. And, and you know, and I see that now, Julie, in my life because the deeper I go into him, talking about identity. Guys, I really wish that you could see her right now because, like, man she's man. doing finger guns right now. <laughs> yeah, because I get so into this. But, but what happens is you put on Christ, right? It's like a, a, a cloak. You actually put him on. You put this word on. You wrap yourself up in it. I mean, seriously. And that is how you defeat the enemy. <laughs> she just put her book on her head. <laughs> that's how you. That's how you beat him. 
And that's the only way. And, and see, that's that's talking about like people telling you who you are. This is so so good, Julie, because like the Bible says that that when we see Him, we'll know Him because we'll be like Him. And how do we see Him and know Him and, and be like Him? Through His Word, right? So that's why you know last night when we when you were watching that movie. You know, that movie, I was just watching it. I could see, like, some weird stuff in it. And it was like, ah. You know, and, and before my spirit didn't pick up on stuff like that. But now my spirit is like, you know, I can see it. And, and it's because my spirit is so strong now. You know, and, and the only anybody can have it. And you don't have to, like, I'm, I'm 55 and you're 16. Now, yes, I've been walking with the Lord for 28 years, right? But this doesn't have to take 28 years because it's all based on belief. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why God says, come to me as a little child of Jesus, which is God. You know, they're all the same. They're three in one. They're the same, but they're different, you know, components because he's so multifaceted. There's so there's 72 different um ways of looking at God because he's so multi or 66. Yeah. Well, you got, yeah, the whole word of God, the full counsel of God. And that's what God is doing right now, Julie. He's, 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 he's saying to us in the earth, come up higher and I'll teach you my ways. The Bible says your children will be taught of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right. And how's he going to do that? Because he's written our, his words on our hearts, right? And when we start to dig into the word, we're like, ooh, yes, that, yes, I see that. And the more time we spend with him, the more he opens it up. So the, the, the thing with me now is I just want to be with him all the time. And it's really hard for, for people that want me to do other things for them because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm talking about like my husband or my son, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, ah, Jesus guys right the thing is we love the boys in our family but we, we can't stand them sometimes and you know what they can't stand us either so that's yeah. perfectly fine yeah um but they're leaving other. they're leaving in two weeks for italy so no, they're leaving in one or, day. sorry they're leaving for two weeks is what i meant to say they're leaving tomorrow for two weeks and um whenever they get back we're going to go see taylor swift mm-hmm for a weekend. Well, Julie's going to go see Taylor. Yeah, she's going to stay in the, because she didn't get a ticket, but, well, she gave her ticket away. That's okay. Anyways, she's going I'm to. I'm happy I did, because you know what? I'm going to spend time with Jesus. I was just about to say, she's going to stay in the Airbnb, and she's going to read her Bible. Yeah. But pray. she willingly did this. So. Yeah, I did. I did. And I, and the only reason I'm really going is just honestly, Pierre, if you're listening to this, ha, ha, ha. To get away. To go take a break, you know, because... Everyone deserves a break. Look, I, I like Taylor Swift just fine, but I'm not like Julie, Gabri, and Annalisa, like, just like, oh, my God, we're going to dress like her and do all this <laughs> stuff, you know? I'm going as a speak now era, by the way. <laughs> Julie, Julie's in love with music, and I know that God is going to do something with that, that gift because she is crazy about music. And um, it, that's good. That's really good. She got that from her dad for sure. I love music too, but Julie is—I don't even know what the word you would call what you are. I mean, she loves concerts. She loves music. She can. 
She'll wait for an album to drop and listen to the whole thing, even if it's dropping at midnight. And that's was when she was like, had to get up early the next morning and go to school. She just loves music. Facts. Yeah. It's good, though. It's very good. But, um... I was going to say something. Oh, so we are definitely going to start filming, like, so you guys can actually see us and posting that on YouTube, probably posting clips on TikTok, making reels and all of that. Um, so if you guys aren't already, already following our socials, you should go ahead and do that. I'll put everything in the description. Um, but if you guys do have any ideas for us as well, you can also go on our Instagram, DM us those ideas, and we will definitely share those. And we have a podcast book where I keep all the ideas. But um, my friend Molly actually gave us an idea. So we talked about it last night because this is what we were going to base the whole um, episode on. But we were like, I don't know if this is like enough to take up a whole episode. So we're like, we were just gonna put a little snippet of it in here. Um, the idea was small ways we see the Lord in our daily lives. And the, I actually saw that she sent us that after this happened. So the last episode, I totally forgot to put in the little intro music and the outro music. It's called Celestial Navigation. That's like the name of the intro and outro music that we use. Um, but basically I forgot to add that and Molly sent me a text that night and she was like talking about how, um, it was actually, it was Thursday night. Cause I remember the podcast was going out in the morning and she was talking about how she loves her intro music. And I was like, like my heart dropped. I was like, Oh no, I forgot to add it. And I had already like scheduled the, um, episode to go out so that was like one thing that I wrote down. It was actually the only thing that I wrote down to see the small ways we see the Lord in our daily lives, um, remembering things and, you know, the intro music because Molly's texts. And like just small little things like that can really just like, oh, the Lord is there. He's moving. He's vibing, you know. Is there anything that you see? The, okay, so the issue is last night we were talking about this. And she was like, oh, see, but the thing is the Lord is not small. So it's really hard to say small ways. Well, but or also, she sees it in other people's lives. Or I see it all in everything. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of this song by Toby Mac. I see you in everything. Oh, Lord. I know I can't sing, but. That actually wasn't bad. In every little <laughs> single thing that you do, because he's everywhere doing, working all the time. Even when we don't think he, he's working, he's working. And that's the thing. It's like, I mean, and I think the. The, the more you tune your your eyes towards him and your ears and you ask him to give you the ears of the spirit and the eyes of the spirit, the more you see him, you're like, oh, wow. And you can look back and say, man, you were in that. And I didn't even know it. I was just like, I mean, I look at my life all the time. Ever since I turned my life over to him, even to my marriage, I, I look back and I'm like, my God, you were working there and I didn't even know it. I thought I was just like, whatever. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, he's everywhere doing everything all the Have time. Have you ever been in like a friendship or a friendship? Have you ever been in a friendship and it's like, oh, and then like you pray and you say like, if this person's not meant to be in my life, like take him out of your life. And then he actually does. And you're like, why did I pray though? Why did I say that? You know, but then sometimes they do come back in your life, which has happened to me before. But it's like, it's kind of weird because it's like, like, 
even with my best friend and my best friend and I talk about it all the time. We're like, literally like I've prayed, like, if you're not meant to be my life, you're not supposed to be my life. And like, it's crazy because it's like, ooh, like, I don't want you to not be in my life, obviously, because you're my best friend. But also if the Lord doesn't want you to be my life, I would rather go ahead and just get my heart broken right now yeah. than later on. And that happens with me and Madison, like all the time. We're like, yeah, like we've prayed like that before. And she, I'm like, yeah, like I have too. But it's like, obviously we don't want you to not, you know, be in our lives. So, and thankfully he hasn't taken her out of my life yet. So I'm pretty sure we're meant to be best friends, <laughs> but I mean, I pray like that all the time, you know? So I think it's kind of cool that he do be answering your prayers, even if you don't want him to. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, uh, Julie, that's, that's powerful what you said, because that's what it's all about. It's about surrendering to his will, you know, and, and, and when we set up our kingdom of self, like, and I, you know, I don't know if I talked about Isaiah 58 before, but that was one of the big changes in my life. Isaiah 58, when the Lord says, is this the fast that I've chosen? And, um, and he starts talking about pointing your fingers. And, you know, if, if, if Julie's looking at my finger right now, and I'm pointing <laughs> that finger at her, but if I look, I got three of them pointing back at me. So in the time we want to say, oh, it's their fault, um, you know, the fingers are pointing back at me. And God has showed me through that that, you know, I can try to run from and, and try to hide and say, oh, it wasn't my fault. It was this person's fault or that person's fault. But it really don't matter whose fault it is. You know what really matters is just being surrendered to God. Because you know what? When, when they killed Jesus, right? Like that was all a part of God's plan. And he was working something out. So if we stop trying to hide behind trying to protect ourselves and trying to like be right and just take the low road and let God work it out. I have found that that thing, man, changed my life. And that, that was one of the prerequisites, I think, was laying down what, what my agenda was and just saying, not my will, Lord, but your will. And that, that can be the hardest thing. But I did write this. I want to say this um, about roots. And uh, this is what I wrote. You can put roots down in the rock. The rock is Jesus. The revelation. Huh? The revelation is Jesus. What does it say? The revelation of Jesus Christ, right? The chief cornerstone, Jesus again. You can trust him. He is who he says he is. That is the bedrock. From there, you begin to flow out. When the roots have gone deep enough, you begin to flow out of that truth into the nations, and you dig deep into him. He is the fountain, the foundation. Ha, ha, it all starts there in the beginning and so that's what i want to say about having uh this uh look at what, what was the thing you said before because i know i forget how you worded it about the identity or about uh letting people tell us who we are oh, de don't let others determine yourself first okay yeah because see the way that you do that is you have to establish your identity in christ and that what i just said is how you do it by digging deep in his word and looking at his word and that's that mirror that we look in and we say, okay, am I reflecting what the word says? Am I like who the word says I am? 
and and then you begin to to lay things down at his feet you know there's so it's so deep and so vast lord woke me up this morning talking about um i think it's in uh Hebrews 12, where it talks about, let us lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily besets us because of the great cloud of witnesses. And what I see God doing right now is connecting us with the past. And it's really been, I've been, you know, realizing, like, I don't know why you don't think about these people who lived before us, the saints of old, um, the disciples, the prophets. You None know, of them were perfect, by the way. Right. And their stories are in the Bible, and we learn from their stories, but also what they walk through, you know, and, and we can learn from them and how to walk through and, and where they made mistakes. We can say, oh, they did that wrong, and not to be a judge of them, but to learn from them mm -hmm. so that we can learn how to walk forward. So... Anyway, it's, it, and, and that's what you do. And that's how you don't let other people determine your self-worth. You have to get grounded in, 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 in Christ. You have to. He's the only way. He's the only way. He, You know, you got Buddha. I'm sorry if I'm uh, offending anybody, but he's still in the grave. You got Muhammad. He's still in the grave. And uh, who, who, I don't forget who the other dude is that um, was like this big. The, the Hindu guy? Yeah, the, the Hindu. All of them, they're still in their grave. The only one that isn't, he's risen. I was about to say, he is risen. <laughs> he's not here. And, and that's why you can take it to the bank. Look, somebody asked me one time, why do I believe so strongly? And it's because he's proved himself over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And, and, and even if he didn't prove himself, he just loves us so much. He, he's shown me how much he loves me because he took me from a mess. I was a mess. You know, I look back at who I used to be and I'm not that person anymore. And, and you couldn't even, my self-worth, you know, was, was nothing. I thought I was nothing. And then he took me and said to me, you're my daughter. You're my child. Come and learn of me. Take me. I'm I'm lowly. I'm meek, but my burden is light, and and I will show you the way. And that I just trusted him. And man, I'm gonna tell you something. It's worth it. It's so worth it. Amen. Yeah. Um, for me, when it comes to like, don't let others determine your self worth. For me, it's like, okay, if I'm going to do something that I personally enjoy, like this podcast, and someone's going to come up to me and say like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. You are not very smart. You're not going to get anywhere with that. I'm not going to listen to them. I'm going to push them to the side and I'm going to be like, listen, I'm going to do what I want to do. You can do whatever you want to do. And that's the same thing with following Christ because Yes, you can show them, oh, you know, the Lord is amazing, da da da, but some people are not going to listen to that. Some people are going to be like, oh, I can do what I want to do and you can do what you want to do. Perfect. But you planted that seed when you told them that the Lord is amazing and the Lord loves you and this. And later on, they're going to hear that again and they're going to be like, oh, that person told me, like, okay, let's just say I said that to someone. Oh, Julie told me that about a year ago, but I didn't believe her. But in just that year, someone's life could really change and they can hear that again and be like, oh, 
okay, maybe she was right. And then they start studying the Bible and they start listening to the Lord. And they, you know, some people think that when they hear stuff in their brain, it's just a random thing. It's just themselves talking to themselves. But no, it's the Holy Spirit convicting them. And they don't understand that yet, you know? So don't let others determine your self-worth. Joy, that's so good. And as you were saying it, I was just sitting here thinking about um, the difference between me and you. Because, you know, Annalisa was saying how, you know, I had said, you know, talked about this and you had said or whatever, you know. And here's the difference between us. When I was your age, if I had done something like this and somebody just said, oh, you don't know what you're doing, blah, blah, I would have believed it. And I probably would have stopped, mm -hmm. you know, because I didn't have that um, thing inside Foundation. of me. See, you, what you are is you are a product of coming from people who said you can do anything, you know, as long as you got God in your life, you can do anything. I never had anybody say that to me until I met him, you know? So we're two different ways growing up. I'm, I'm growing up from this, this side of, you know, I'm still growing, mm -hmm. you know, come everyone us, is. Right? Um, so I'm growing from, you know, this trauma, this pain, this junk that I endured. And you're growing from a, a place of off of my um, platform, if that makes sense. Like where I've come up higher, you don't have to start down here where I did. And so what you just said is so good because if you push through, you can bring somebody to your platform, like you said, and they can say, oh, Julie talked about this. I remember it because you're planting a seed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then... You don't even know what seed you're planting. Just being positive and being kind and being loving and being, you know, it, it's so good. It's so good. And when we all start to, like, be kind to one another, be loving to one another, and stop trying to tear each other down and compete with each other and, and, and tell each other, like, you're, you're not this or you're not that or whatever, you know, it's good. It's it was good. someone's birthday yesterday. And I was like, oh, I need to go buy um, them a gift. And someone said to me, well, they didn't buy you a gift. Why are you going to go buy them a gift? Treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. I don't care if they didn't buy me a gift. Yeah. I don't yeah. care if they didn't show up to my birthday party. If I know what they like and I want to go buy them a gift with my own money that I worked hard and earned with, I'm going to go do that. That's right. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, just because you didn't get me a gift, I'm not going to get you a gift. That's right. like so rude. And petty, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Like what? Let's move with our heart, right? Yeah. I think when we start moving out of that heart space and start loving each other, you know, that, that I mean, that's the first commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your, first two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself, right? So, and see, I think that's another thing with the self-worth, you know? You can't love anybody beyond what you, you, you're able to love yourself, mm -hmm. you know. And see, I didn't have a lot of self-love. I had heard all my life all this, you know, rah, 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 you're this, you're that, you're the other, right? Yeah. And once I started digging into to him, I found out, whoa, wait a minute. This is what he said, not, you know. 
And then, you know, people, I, I don't have a problem with people who said bad things or talked ugly or whatever because, you know what, they don't know what they're doing. They're just like, just trying to figure it out. And until they get to know Jesus and he comes in their heart and that love gets shed in their heart, you know, that's, that's where they are. So you just keep loving people. That's why when Jesus was hanging on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing because their eyes have been blinded by the God of this world, you know? Yeah. So God's asking us to come up higher. So. And, like, it's good to find someone that loves the Lord just as much as you do or if you're, like, a small believer and you just became a believer, like, it's good to have someone to bounce ideas off with and who hasn't like known the Lord longer than you have, or has, I guess, acted in the relationship, I guess you could yeah. say. Always good to lean on your own understanding than someone else as well, because they could totally twist something and you believe what, the, like everything that they say, but then you go in the Bible and you see what they were trying to say, but they twisted some of the words. So it sounded different. Does that make sense? Yeah. And they got a different meaning from that. So you definitely need to go into the Bible and read it for yourself. Because, yeah, because otherwise there are some things that can get twisted, like a lot of the things that have gotten twisted. But yeah, well, that's what the enemy does. You know, there's there's a little bit of truth in everything, in every religion. There's enough of the truth to entice a person, but the enemy twists it and becomes like this thing that traps you in there if you allow yourself to be trapped that's why lying is such a sin because that small little white lie mm -hmm. little white lies by one direction you should listen to that mm -hmm. anyway um <laughs> but no for real like that small little white lie can really change a lot yeah yeah it's true my my dad has always taught me never to lie because <laughs> lying is not good guys lying no. is not good it's not good one time you went to tell them about that story with that person that you lied <laughs> about having COVID or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, and this was a turnaround for me, too, y'all, for real. I'm going to tell you, this this happened during the summer, fall um, last year. And this was when I, um, Isaiah 58, not, not hiding from my flesh. And so what happened was <laughs> I was supposed to have an appointment for, what was I going for? I forgot what the reason was. Anyway, I I it was probably just like a checkup or something. I had an appointment. And, no, it was a colonoscopy. Oh. And um, something happened where, okay, you can't eat before colonoscopy. So it was October, and my nephew's birthday party was that Sunday. And I had missed it last year. So no way was I going to go to his birth, to Salvo's birthday party and not eat because you know you can't eat the day before and you got to drink all that stuff so i called them on thursday or friday thursday i think and i said i need to reschedule um because i i think i have i think i've come in contact with uh, my husband told me tell him i think you you, you think you have covid yeah are you so, so come I, in contact I called him i said i think i've come in contact with someone with covid and um and then, then she said, well, your appointment is not even Monday. It's not until Tuesday, I think she said, or Wednesday. I forget. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. Now I have told this lady that maybe I came in contact with somebody with COVID. You know, which is, really wasn't a lie. 
because, you know, I work in the restaurant and, you know, so I'm here I am, you know, protecting my, my lie to myself, you know, it really wasn't a lie, you know, well, the Lord convicted me as soon as I hung up the phone with this lady, you know, because you had to like reschedule it for like another two weeks. Yeah. So, actually, I think it was two months. Yeah, because of how booked up they were or something. So, like I called the lady back, and I'm bawling, and <laughs> I'm crying, and I'm like, man, as soon as I hung up with you, the Lord started to convict me. I haven't been around anybody with COVID. My nephew's having this party, and I missed it. Like, And I told her the whole story, and I'm bawling. And she's on the other end going, ma'am, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You can come up. And I was thinking the whole time, my God, these people know that I work at La Cassetta. They know who I am. And they're going to be thinking to themselves, this lady is like crazy. She's uncalled and lied to us. And I, and I was thinking all these thoughts before I called. But the Lord wouldn't leave me alone about it. And I called and I was crying. And after that, I felt so good. And do you know that I said I will never, ever, 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 ever tell another story I don't really care. Nobody can convince me to say, oh, tell such and such this, that, and the other. I'm like, no, you tell such and such this, that, and the other, because I'm not telling anybody anything that's not true. So, yeah, because even before that, Pierre made me do something with Becky playing a joke. And Becky was like, I know Paula wouldn't be telling me no lies. Oh, so, my gosh. And, and after, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm not even going to play this game anymore. No, you know? literally. I feel like. You don't think that just playing a joke is a lie, but like sometimes I get convicted when I am playing a joke because it still is a lie. Yeah, and people are like, even if you tell the truth, and nobody Paul would be telling me this, and I'm like, oh Lord. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So don't lie. <laughs> no matter what, just tell the truth because you know what, the lie is usually going to get exposed most of the time, and then you're going to look stupid as a liar. So it's better you just tell the truth and say, look. You know, I, I screwed And no up one's going to trust you after you lie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe after, like, the first lie, but then after the second lie and the third lie and the fourth lie, they're going to be, okay, listen, <laughs> I'm done with you. Yeah. I'm not believing anything yeah. you say anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was my experience. And, and you know, but, but oh, man, it was so good because I think about now how – how the Lord really convicted me and how good he is, you know, how kind he is that he would not let me stay in that place. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Good. We talked about a lot today. We did. Um, and I'm kind of proud of us, but also what are we going to title this episode? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to close it out on that. Would you like to say anything else before we close it out? Okay, yeah, this is really good. I want to read this. Okay, this is something that I wrote um, that the Lord, I felt the Lord was saying back in uh, March. Um, it, this is what I wrote. So Papa is saying, because I call God Papa. So Papa is saying, look, I made you and I just want to be in your everyday life. You want the abundant life with the question mark. Come to me. I will give you rest. Don't be afraid. I will show you the way. Guilt and condemnation can be traded. You lay it down at my feet, at my cross. Come unto me, hear my voice, hear my call, come up higher. There is more. I am an ocean, a sea, a vastness of beauty. Give me your ashes, I will give you my beauty. Why would no one get on this? Because they don't know. You must be a light, a city on a hill. 
shine, little one, shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And then after that, I wrote, the light has broken through the darkness. So that's how I want to end my part today and just tell you, let your light shine. Because he's there, come up higher, dig into him, and he's going to give you all the light you can handle. Wait, I'm going to beat it. Before, I'm going to beat her too before she gets there because she says every single episode. God is good, man. That's all the, the all the time. God is good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I swear she says that every single episode. It's so true. But I mean, it's true. God is good, man. Rely all on him. Rely on him, y'all. He's good. <laughs> That's it. He says, Call unto me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Glory to the Lamb. My God. How I, woo! We can know the creator of the woo! universe. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. That's it. I'm done. Thank okay. you. Gee, she's about to get up from her chair. She's so done. <laughs> Bestie about to walk off. Because I could talk all day long, and you know that. That's true. But she got to be at work at 2.30. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget to follow our socials and DM us some ideas in the description below. I also have my ambassador codes in there, as well as my Instagram. I can put your Facebook in there if you would like it as well. Okay. She got a few things on there for you guys as well. Yeah, I'll be posting Jesus stuff all the time. All one, the time. One of the ladies from church said, uh, you've been putting some deep stuff up there, right? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you've got to mess around and get somebody saved. I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And once again, I'm your host, Juliana. And I'm Paula. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for growing with us. Bye-bye.